Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to Bouncing Back, a video series to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For the 19th episode, we're gonna do things a little bit differently. I've got uh, Taisha Thomas here, who is currently a talent manager at New Wave Talent. Natasha, super happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here and you know talk about any tips that I have for anyone out there in their job hunting uh, process right now. Awesome. Yeah. Tasha and I worked at BBDO together a few years ago and, you know, I reached out to her because I think it's, you know, super important to, to not only give people who've been laid off a story, uh, you know, a platform to tell their story, but to now maybe use you to give them some insights and some tips on how to navigate this crazy, you know, job search they may be in and this crazy environment where it's super tough to get jobs. So I think, you know, definitely a, a change of pace from people I've interviewed before, but I think really important to hear what you have to say. But maybe before we jump into tips, just tell everyone how you've been dealing with this, where you're quarantining. And in addition to being, you know, you're starting to be crazy, crazy busy with work, how you've been keeping busy outside of that. Yeah, sure. I mean, for me, I've been working remotely before all of the pandemic went down. So I'm, I'm kind of used to, you know, working off site. I've got like a home office set up. I've got like a pretty good routine, you know, remembering I like schedule time to take breaks and have lunch and meals in between like those are super important and I guess when you're working from home you can kind of forget those things too so um, for me I didn't really have to change much obviously with work itself that has changed a little bit given the whole pandemic um, but I've been doing a few things to kind of keep busy for me I like to um, what I've been doing is like reaching out to people who I thought might have been affected by this kind of keeping a pulse on the industry right now and seeing you know where there's been massive layoffs and kind of go through those people there and reaching out and offering any help that I can, whether that's having a conversation, you know, offering to look at portfolios and give any tips that I can in that way, um, and even connect with them for any other future opportunities that might come up. Great. Yeah. Maybe, uh, for people who just lost their job and want to, you know, look what's out there, what would you recommend? You know, I'm sure people are on LinkedIn, they're looking at recruiters, but maybe should they go to talent agencies, kind of, you know, like New Wave, what's, you know, a good route for people to do? Well, I think with these days, you want to try every channel available. So don't limit yourself just to applying directly to companies. Obviously, there's there's a lot of openings right now on LinkedIn, on an Indeed as well. But what's really helpful is is working with a talent partner like us because we're we're advocating for for our talent that we represent, and we can kind of help get you know get through those certain roadblocks that you have with just sending a resume and not really knowing where that's going. And we have a deeper level of conversation with you directly just to drive home, you know, what ideally you're looking for, you know, making sure you're like, we're matching you with the right types of opportunities, giving you insight into what that company is like and, and any additional insight we would have that you wouldn't get from just looking at a job description. And I know with everything right now, um, it can be discouraging when you're applying and you're not getting a lot of responses or anything like that. But I think having that um, human connection and just having conversation is really important and key right now. Like maybe the talent manager might not have an, a job opening right now that could be a good fit for you, but then you're making that connection with that person and having that relationship. So if anything comes up soon or, you know, the next few weeks and things do change pretty quickly in this business, you know, they'll, you'll, they'll have you in mind for those types of roles coming up. And, you know, the COVID situation right now, there's so much uncertainty and we're not really sure, you know, when companies are going to aggressively be hiring again, but I anticipate, you know, they're going to be hiring because clients are going to need their projects to get done. And, 
um, there's a possibility that freelance is another option too. So I would say people who've been full time and have been laid off, like maybe think about going freelance or contract as an option, like a temp to perm situation, just so that you can kind of stay working with short, shorter term kind of um, opportunities, but that could lead to something else as well. And maybe not even at the level that you're at, but being open-minded to other, you know, maybe a step down, um, just to kind of see what's out there also. And just keeping an open mind for those types of opportunities too. Yeah, I think keeping an open mind is, you know, number one priority, being a super, you know, open-minded to whatever comes your way. But also, you know, like you mentioned, reach out to, to you know, people like you. And even if there isn't a job in mind at that moment, you know, know that you're going to be on someone's mind. And, and when there is a job that comes up, you know, they're going to think of you versus going to people who they've never, you know, been in contact with before. Exactly. And that's, that's the key thing here. You know what I mean? It's, it's having that relationship and, and reaching out to the, the talent acquisition people directly, um, just to send your, um, you know, portfolio and resumes. And that's the other thing I was going to mention too. Definitely use the time to revamp um, you know, your resume and your portfolio, or even asking and connecting with your peers or other people also about feedback on your work as well. Because I think one of the main things that talent managers look for um, as a creative, how you're selling your work on your portfolio, right? That's gonna say a lot about how you are as a creative. And for the non-creative um, people, I would say, you know, tell a story in your resume, not just like what your day-to-day -day is, but like something, you know, that's, that would, you know, stand out from, from someone in your expertise or background as well. So those are the things that talent managers look for. And, you know, we can look at a resume and we can, you know, it's very cookie cutter, we can understand, but what we look for are stories. Like, how are you, you know, telling the story of where you've been and what you're looking for um, and how you present yourself also. So those are things that like, you know, someone could work on um, during this time. And how do you, how do you explain your background where you've been so far? Because I think a lot of people are, are more understanding right now, given this pandemic, a lot of people are also very empathetic a lot of talent managers completely understand where everyone the position everyone's in right now and more eager to kind of like have those types of conversation like original like introductory calls um and can lend and give any type of advice so that's kind of what i've been doing um so far in my daily my day-to-day -day, um so to say right i love that and you you know you kind of touched on it on what people can do to you know help them stand out a lot of questions i've been getting from people is if when people look at their portfolios, do they want to see client work or now because they're home, they have so much, you know, so much time for side projects. Mm -hmm. Do you like seeing, you know, side projects, even if they aren't hundred percent advertising related? Oh, absolutely. That tells me you have a life outside of advertising and it tells me a little bit about, you know, what kind of things they're passionate about. The way I like to kind of suggest that people set up their portfolios that way, like, you know, you can create different tabs for your work. So if you want to have something that's advertising specific on your website, you can definitely do that. But then you can add another piece or another tab that has, you know, additional work that you, you do on the side. Cause that's the stuff that tells me, you know, where do you get your inspiration from? Right. And I can kind of then go to my clients, which are the agencies and let them know what this person is passionate about and what they could bring to the table outside of just their advertising work also. Yeah. I think that's, that's really important. And I've been hearing a lot of people doing those passion projects and I think that's great. And like, you know, exactly what you said, it just shows how you think, shows what you do outside of the advertising world and really helps, you know, understand them. So I think that's really important. A tricky yeah. question I've also been asked, and I'm, I'm not sure the answer. I think it depends on each person. But a lot of people are asking if they should rush into a job that they don't necessarily want or like or wait and try and find the right one. Of course, it depends, you know, 
if you live in the city and you need to pay rent, you find a job immediately. But if you're fortunate enough to be flexible, is it worth waiting to try and find you know, your dream agency? Yeah, that is, that is a tricky question. I think it, it depends person to person, right? So it depends on someone's financial situation. Like, do you need a job right away because you need to pay your bills? Then if that's what you want to do and you think that's the best decision to make at that time, go for it. But I would strongly you know, recommend not doing that because what's going to hurt is like you're going to rush into a situation just because you're in a temporary kind of situation with finances or whatever the case is. But then you're not going to be happy at that place if it's not something ideal for you. And you're going to be hurting yourself and the company as well, because, you know, the company has like a certain amount of expectation from that candidate. And when they're not happy, they're not going to produce the quality of work that is expected from both end. And it's just not going to be any kind of win-win situation. So I think it, it depends. Like it definitely worth thinking it through before jumping into any kind of job, just you think you need to work. I think that's why the contract thing is really important. Like if you can go onto a role on a contract base where there's not going to be any kind of strong commitment there, but you can kind of test the waters and see if it makes sense for you to be there long-term or if for it to become something full-time, then you'll be able to experience that with any kind of drawbacks, but still get some experience coming in and work, you know, coming in as well. So that's why I'm saying it depends. Yeah, it depends on the person and their situation also. But that's what I would suggest, like keeping in mind, like look at contract um, option if you're looking for something like right away and want to start working without kind of having any kind of risky long-term situation happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you and think that's definitely you know, the best route to go. Mm -hmm. Do you have any insight for people who, you know, have been full-time and haven't made the transition to freelance and, and how that kind of works? Yeah, I mean, I would say everyone thinks it's a scary thing to do. There's a lot of questions and uncertainty that comes with it. But I think even with the full-time role, there's still a lot of uncertainty with that. You know, when agencies lose accounts or whatever the case happened, you're, you know, snap of a finger, you're gone. So I think it's it, it doesn't really matter if they're full-time and really nervous about going contract. They're, the situation is always the same because that's that's the nature of the advertising world and, and the business itself. I would say, um, I would say give it a chance because you might, you know, they might find that it works best for them and they might love it. Um, and it's a risk that might be, you know, rewarding uh, being able to get like the right types of um, experience in that way too. Um, there, you know, I think doing the research also helps like finding out how to get it set up financially, um, you know, the process of going contract and what that entails like in terms of, you know, taxes and, you know, um, rates and breaking down the finances and all of that. Um, and there's a lot of resources out there that they can look into. And working with a talent partner like us, we take care of all of those little nuances when someone's a contractor with us. You know, we explain how that process works and can set them up the right way also. That's great. Super, super helpful. Yeah. Um, are you seeing this kind of a two-fold question? Are you seeing now with this whole work from home situation, are you seeing people being open to kind of expand the locations where they're willing to work because they can get away with the work from home? And are you seeing agencies in California being open to hire New York creatives and vice versa, you know, now that we can just do everything on the computer? Absolutely. I'm seeing, you know, both situations. I think a lot of talent now that everything is remote are, are well, first of all, I'm going to back up a little bit. I think that everyone is kind of seeing that we have the technology for us to be able to work remotely. And that being said, I think companies now have like a plan in place to be able to have people 
keep working remotely and the talent also have access to the resources they need, whether that's communicating with the team um, or whatever, you know, uh, tools they need to be able to stay remotely. The only downside to that, it depends again on the person, if they, you know, need that like space to be able to communicate with people face to face, um, you know, being alone at home, you know, because a lot of um, the downsides to that is a lot of mental problems that come into that, right? We are human beings and we need that interaction with each other. And that's why it's important too. I think once you have the right tools to be able to communicate with people on a daily basis, you know, throughout the day, I think it could still work, but it would depend on the person too and what they prefer. But I've been seeing more people being open-minded to staying working remotely and not, you know, bring uh, work to home, but bringing home to work kind of situation, you know, and companies are also now starting to see that the technology exists for them to be able to, you know, um, to be able to work with people in that way. Yeah, that makes, makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's all really for me, unless, you know, is there anything that didn't touch any overall advice, you know, just to people who have been laid off and are, are trying to bounce back? Yeah, I, I would say, um, more than anything, it's heartbreaking. You know, there's a lot of mental, you know, things that go into being in this situation right now because everything just happened all of a sudden, right? And everyone's kind of left kind of wondering, like, what's next? Like, where am I going to go from here? And I think um, you got to put things into perspective a little bit, you know, think of it, like, look at things on the bright side. I'm not trying to, you know, be too positive, but think of things like, you know, um, maybe it's an opportunity for you to kind of think about what you want to do next. Um, look, do more research on, you know, purpose-driven types of opportunities that's going to be more fulfilling for you in the next, next opportunity that you take. You know, work on your resume, work on yourself, you know, do something fun that you've always wanted to do. Use the time that kind you know make you happy in this moment but don't don't give up I would say like things are going to change at some point um so it's not like there's no light at the end of the tunnel um but I would say keep being proactive like every day like have a routine you know make a list of like 10 people that you're going to reach out to or you know talent acquisition managers or companies you're going to research and kind of take a look so you keep yourself active as well and kind of keep yourself motivated in that way because that's also really important like you don't want to let that stuff go and not have an idea of or direction of where you're going to. So that would be my main advice for everyone out there, kind of like on the job market right now, like have a process in place, you know, um, do whatever you need to do to keep your mental health going in a, in a positive way. And, you know, work your LinkedIn network, reach out to people, have conversation, you know, every day um, and take in breaks in between, do something fun <laughs> for I sure. Yeah, totally agree. I think, you know, one mental health is, is the most important, make sure, you know, you're healthy, you know, you aren't killing yourself over trying to do too much in the day, you know, exactly. kind of pace yourself out. But at the same time, you know, if it means putting 30 minutes aside to go on LinkedIn, friend recruiters, you know, reach out to people and, and that's what it takes, you know, that's super important to do that. So you kind of keep the momentum going. But mm -hmm. I think this is, you know, super helpful to me, but it's going to be super helpful, you know, to everyone you unfortunately have been laid off to hear. So super happy that, you know, hopped on for a little. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, someone takes this advice and I'm happy, you know, if, if anyone reaches, want to reach out to me as well, I'm happy to connect with people and, and talk to them about what they're going through right now and, and help in any way that I can also. Amazing. Should they reach out on LinkedIn? Or yeah, LinkedIn, um, you know, you feel free to post my, my email as well. You know, they can connect with me um, that way as well. And, you know, I'll chat with as many people as possible. Amazing. You're the best. Thanks awesome. so much. Thank you, Matt. All right. Yeah, that's a wrap for the 19th episode of Bouncing Back. 
If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Take care. Bye.